Let's rock and roll with the Eat This Leaf Show and it's episode 75. We're coming live. Well, not, we're not live, are we? It's pre-recorded. 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 <laughs> we are here, of course, and you're listening to myself, Chris. And me, Brad. And apparently, I've not listened to it, but apparently the audio on this is better. So, if it does sound well, let us know. It does sound good. Uh, you know, oh, you know, a little message. Boys, the audio sounds really good lately. Uh, that'd be great. Don't know who talks like that, but anyway... <laughs> uh, other than better improved audio, what have you been doing with your life? Well, for last week, um, <clears throat> I thought like this week has gone super quick. I don't know how. It's, so we're recording this on Friday. I don't know how it's Friday already. I feel like only yesterday we were recording the other one. Yeah, um, it's gone so fucking quick. It's ridiculous. Um, and it's the end of October, pretty much. Yeah, I don't really know what I've done my week too fair. You know, so it was a good sign. It, no, but <laughs> you know, you just like I've woken up before twenty. I've woken up before five o'clock pretty much every day this week. The only day I didn't was Thursday, and even then I still woke up. And I was like, um, "Well, I've got time." Like I purposely set my alarm for my regular time, then went back to sleep for another hour. Um, but yeah. Every morning. Early mornings, mate. I've been out the door by like six o'clock every day, which is, I don't mind it, but it's when it stops becoming a routine. It's like when it's only like two or three times a week, you're like, oh, when it's every day, you usually adapt. Yeah, you end up going to bed earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your so, pattern shifts across. Exactly. So, like, for example, Thursday, no clients Thursday, I could have stayed in bed until <laughs> half six to leave for boot camp <laughs> in the evening no yeah you're not wrong I could have <clears> easily got into my old habit which I would have done and got out of bed at like nine o'clock yeah. but whenever I do that it gives me the ump like, yeah I know I'm, what you mean like, I'm just like fuck's sake I was like I woke up and I purposely went to sleep knowing that I could just get up every yeah. and I wake up with the ump because I'm like well I've wasted the day now and by the time you've got up had a shower, eaten, taken a <clears> shit. Yeah, taken a <coughs> shit. That's half an hour at least. Knocked one out. Like it's it's <laughs> like eleven o'clock. And it's like oh fuck it, I want to go back to bed now. <laughs> Before you know it's five pm. Five pm and you've not got anything done. Um. So yeah, trying to make a habit of even if I'm not got clients early doors, just to try an hour later, just trying to make that habit. Um. <clears throat> makes sense. Not so, easy to do. No, it's just not. like any other habit. It's not, but. Yeah, how's uh, how's things for you, mate? Yeah, being good. I think likewise. I don't really know where the week has gone. Um, I actually think it's the first time we've sat down together all week. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, which sounds a little funny, uh, but it's been like one of those weeks where we've both been busy doing other things. Um, hence why they're only coming once a week now. But we're gonna get back to regular schedules of once a week. Uh, maybe some guests at some point. Yeah, um, line a few up for the nearby future. Um, but yeah, no, it's been a good week. Um, night is work. I look forward to next week. Yeah, I've got my outfit. Bit tight. <laughs> I bet it is. Bit tight. Make sure nothing slips out of them, mate. Yeah, make sure nothing <laughs> slips out, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all uh, know how dangerous that can be. Yeah, exactly. Slipping out of clothing. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to that next week. Um, it just feels like 
loads of things happening left, right and centre, but cannot complain one bit. Uh, enjoying every minute of it. So yeah. Exactly. All right. good. <clears throat> so, on with the podcast, and less about the shit that's going down with our lives. Um, we are talking about three reasons why people aren't losing body fat. Exactly. Uh, we've wrapped up that mini series about making weightless happen. Um, hopefully, you found it useful. If you found it useful, let us know. It'd be great to hear kind of how you found it. If you learned anything from it, so let's move on. And we'll say that's exactly what we're we'll talking about. Of course, we're going to be chatting about what bands are dumbbells, and I particularly love this one. Um, you got named a few different fruits. Yep. <laughs> And of course, random question of the week, where we're going to throw a random question out at each other. If this is the first time you listen to the podcast, where have you been for the last 74? Um, if not, where have you been? <laughs> you know the drill of exactly what that entails. So yeah. And should we get straight into it? Yeah, so <clears throat> essentially we're looking at why people aren't losing weight. Now, we know... Before we get even started, weight loss, fat loss, two different things. So, what we are actually talking about is fat loss. Yeah. But, you know, so if we talk about weight loss, we're referring it to fat loss. But, anyway, so, three reasons why. Um, I think this topic, we could have... A mini-series on. A mini-series <laughs> on. Yeah. But, we don't want to do another mini-series. Nope. Because it restrains or restricts what we can talk about essentially. Well it doesn't but um we, we don't want to drag it out. Yeah we don't want to drag it out. Yeah. So and I think the first thing which is very common is when people misreport how many calories yeah they've eaten. And just to preface the whole thing, like we know you need to be in a calorie deficit to lose fat. It's a given. Um so yeah. I like, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I mean, this is one of those ones where it can be a bit touchy, in a sense, because if you say to someone, enjoy that sort of thing, though. Yeah. Well, I do. <laughs> like, it can be a bit touchy in a sense of if I said to a client, "Oh, look, you're not really telling the truth about your calories," they're gonna think I'm saying that they're lying. Yeah. But it's not purposeful lying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you don't know it's happening, so it's not like you're intentionally lying. Um, you're just not aware. You, yeah, exactly. You're just not aware. Um, and I think it can happen from everyone. Uh, whether you're very experienced with understanding nutrition and calories, um, to you've never understood what a calorie is in your life and you're just starting out. Yeah, and... It can really easy to be, and sometimes it's just a case of forgetting what you eat. Yeah, we can do it very easily. Hundred percent. Like you go, like for example, walk into the office, and sometimes in this office here, someone might bring in some chocolates or some cakes, right? Yeah. You pick up. Just like most offices. Yeah, you pick up a cake, right? Now the other average cupcake is what between 200 to 400 calories right yeah like unless so you eat that bam if you're on like 1500 calories 1800 calories like there's an issue there because you've just added on calories that you're not 
you're not going to track because when you've eaten that, you've gone, oh, it's a one-off. Yeah. So you're just like, oh, it'd be fine. It's not going to affect my calorie balance. But the thing is, it's not a one-off. Because just because it, it's a one-off in that current situation doesn't mean you do it. You don't do it at home or you don't do it anywhere else. Yeah. Like that, that walk on, from the train station home and you pick up that chocolate bar in the shop, you don't track that. Um, and there could be reasons why you don't track it, but that's a whole different topic. But, you know, those nuts that you delve into your drawer, um, you can easily take yourself over calories with that. If you pinch someone's chocolate from their t- chocolate tin. I'm pretty sure you do that for me most days. Pinch my food. Pinch food, yeah. <laughs> um, that looks good, Chris. Seven. Yeah, try it. I'll have a few bites of that, please, mate. Cheers. Um, yeah, no, it could be very easy done. If you think cupcake, you do that on one occasion, and then you may do it with, I don't know, say a handful of nuts later during the day, and then maybe, we've talked about it in the past, you might steal some of your kids' leftover food. Yeah. Which you don't track. And we won't even bore people now with the kind of deficit thing, but essentially, if you are looking to lose weight, you may be trying to lose, uh, be in a deficit of 500 calories, so eating 500 calories less than normal, than what you burn, sorry. And just those three different things there can knock your calorie deficit out for the day. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, we're not here to... You haven't tried to knock it out. You've knocked it out. Yeah, and like, we're not here to tell you you have to be in a calorie deficit to lose body fat. Like, you know, you know that. Yeah. But what we're trying to tell you is the reasons why you aren't in a calorie deficit. Yeah, and it's just a bit of food for thought, every pun intended. Um... Because often a lot of people end up scratching their heads because they think they're trying all the right things and doing all the right things, which for them, they are, which is great. They're doing the things that we may suggest and they're putting that effort in. But if you come up to a situation where your results and your progress are stalling, it may be because one of these three things we talked about and yeah. there's a dozen other reasons why it could be. These are just free ideas that we're throwing out there for you guys to think about. Yeah. Um, anything else on misreporting calories? No. Um, well, yeah. Like, to summarise, really, is, like, it's not your fault that you're, like, you're not purposefully ignoring those calories. Yeah, you're like, always doing your best. You're just might, you're just probably not aware mm. of it. And yeah. it could be something that you do that's just a natural habit, like put your, put yourself in a situation where you're having two biscuits with a cup of tea mm. all the time, like that's misreporting calories. Yeah, if you're not, uh, if you are someone tracking calories and you're not adding them in to your daily intake, you're misreporting. I can very easily do it where, especially I find when you're not thinking about the food you're eating, it's the small snacks, so I can really easily do it where I might have you've had it before in the car, a couple of toffees. Yeah. Uh, it's like a couple of toffees or for other people it might be a bag of nuts that they have in the car if they're feeling a bit peckish yeah. whilst they're driving. Dip your hand into that and obviously whilst you're driving you're probably not going to think about it because that's, that's you dip the... your hand in and then you have it, you finish off driving to wherever you are, you're not going to whip your phone out and then add a handful of nuts to your car. That's the thing. And, and this is something that we were talking about um, with a client, I was talking about with a client, is the 
subconscious snacking and it's it's what goes on in the mind and the brain and when you're eating like if you're distracted mm. you're not going to associate anything to that snacking you're not going to be thinking about you're distracted so like those small snacks that you have in a couple of bits of chocolates and the toffees in the car and stuff like that because you are focusing on something else you're not aware that you're consuming calories it's just like i used to do it when i was a kid um when i used to play the playstation like <laughs> used to play the playstation you sound like a granddad <laughs> back in the day when back i used to play the playstation i wasn't finished because i was gonna say <laughs> for like 12 hours straight <laughs> Oh um, well, yeah, you would sound grand Back in my day, when I played the, the old PlayStation for 12 hours, <laughs> now that I played it with um, like I would sit there with and eat, but eat at the same time I was playing. And it You must have had a sticky controller, that's all I'm saying. And that's not from the food. <laughs> um, anyway, moving on. What like, would you do? I would just eat and while I'm playing. Yeah. And because I was distracting myself with the game, it won't fill me up hmm. because I'm not associating with the meal. Yeah, it's like, like if you ever easy. watched a movie at home and you've had a big bag of popcorn and you don't realise where the pop- I do this every time I have popcorn when I'm watching a film. I don't realise I've got to the end of the bag or the bowl. I'm like, oh, I thought I had a bit more left in there. I didn't realise I was eating what, it so what's, quick. What's quite interesting is they, there was some research done on just like food and entertainment and basically the more entertaining something is yeah the more food we eat doesn't surprise me and like think about it right when was the last time you watched something while you was eating like you know you might pop up the ipad uh pretty much most times especially from eating by right. yourself okay and think back to it did you start your meal have you ever had it where you've gone to watch something and it's shit so you're just like you don't start eating until you find yeah. something that's entertaining. Of course. Like, I do that all the time. It's like, oh, I'm not going to start eating. And it's a weird sensation of what's going through your mind, but you're just like, oh, I'm not eating until I find something that's entertaining. <laughs> yeah. I think especially given, like, you've now got every single catch-up service under the sun available on your phone or your iPad or your laptop, um, it's a very easy thing to do. And that's why I often would say with clients is to try not to be engaged in something like that when you're eating yeah because you're not really thinking this is obviously way off topic what we're talking about but you're not going to think about the fact that you're eating you're just going to think about the fact that you're watching i don't know killing eve or the bodyguard or daredevil or whatever you're watching and before you know it you finish your plate of food and you've barely registered that you've started eating and that's probably not going to be beneficial for you if you're someone trying to lose a bit of fat. Yeah. Uh, because you it's barely clicked in your head that you've started yeah. eating. You've not registered it, right? Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, I think that allows us to move on to the yeah. next point, which is not actually understanding calories. Yeah, and we just about understand calories. Just we about. get them wrong. We're not experts in it. Um, it takes years and years and years of practice to understand calories. Yeah. And by that, I mean to be able to look at something and go, oh, that's probably about X amount of calories. It takes a lot of practice. And if you've never tracked calories, you probably don't have a Scooby about how many calories are in, say, an egg or a banana. 
or I don't know a Big Mac and fries. Yeah. Um, and it's just getting a basic grounding and understanding of calories. Or is even like, super important. Yeah, like it's funny you should mention that. Like I know what you're referencing to. <laughs> and like I'm gonna explain. So in our private community group with just our clients, members only group, um, we put out a post that we just picked five very common foods that most people will eat and was like, do you know the calories of these? And probably the biggest one that shocked most people is a medium pepperoni pizza. Oh, it threw me off completely. So I, I picked out a pizza from Domino's and was like, right, how much, how many calories do you think is for the whole pizza? Now, a medium pizza is something that most people could polish off. Yeah, most people could push up by like, themselves. From numerous reasons. One being that it's finger food. Like yeah. so it's tasty. Quicker, it's tasty, it's not very filling. Um on that note, I was actually talking to a client this morning saying, Try eating a pizza with a knife and fork, and I guarantee you you won't finish a pizza. And I guarantee you I'll look at you funny. A hundred percent. But Anyway, uh, so yeah, it's a good point. Uh, maybe it's a topic for another day. There you go. Um, yeah, and this pizza, most people were like, oh, thousand, eleven hundred. I think I said twelve hundred. Yeah. So in that range of between eight hundred and twelve hundred, people were like, oh yeah. yeah, that'd be fine. And it was nearly double. It was eighteen hundred calories for a medium pepperoni pizza from Domino's, and that just puts into perspective of not understanding calories yeah. like it's why we always recommend to try and get some form of tracking in um, even if it's portion control yeah minimal basics is just knowing what what 100 calories looks like from an apple 100 calories from chicken breast 100 calories from peanut bar yeah like, it's just so important to understand that because then you can go to places of an evening to restaurants and go actually i'm not going to track this but based on what i know this looks like i don't know 900 calories like you're in a better place than just going i'll just eat it be fine i'll have one of everything off the menu please yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like but that's an only paying attention and making a conscious effort to understand calories and it's like um person who I'm referencing not uh, um listen to this but one of our members like put some very way out guesses for some of the foods yeah especially a Mars bar in particular <laughs> <laughs> um but it's like we laugh about it but it just does go to show that because it's not something we do, it's like we have no understanding of the calories. Yeah, if you don't understand the calories in your food, you're basically trying to aim for a target with no eyesight. Like, yeah. you're trying to go in, I don't know, shoot a target and you're blindfolded, basically. Yeah. Um, try and remove that blindfold a little bit by understanding the calories in what you eat and drink, especially what you drink. Uh, because you can easily underestimate the amount of calories in, say, a hot chocolate or a latte. Yeah. 
Those are the yeah. biggest ones. And the worst thing is about those, you're not going to feel like you've had 300 calories. No, like... It's not going to make a dent. No. Like, it's not even going to touch the sides of those calories. Literally just going to go... Straight yeah. through. And you're straight just, in, back out and you And li- literally just going to be like, oh, I had a warm drink. Yeah. Especially as we get towards those colder evenings, the winter nights, uh, the festive menus are going to start hitting the clusters and Starbucks and all the other coffee shops. Those are the, not, I was going to say dangerous, probably the wrong word, but dangerous for your calorie intake. In they the are, sense that if you're not aware. Yeah. In the sense that they're very high in calories. Um, if you're not aware of it, you can easily drink three, four, five hundred calories and not bat an eyelid. Whereas I'm sure a lot of people feel a lot more satisfied eating that as a meal because you can get a very filling meal with three hundred calories, or you can get you can get like pizzas from Pizza Express for like less than five hundred calories, which yeah. I was talking about with a client today. It's like yeah, if you're yeah. going out, there are always lighter options on the menu to go out and enjoy. And still I don't know who said it. But I saw this. It was such a good point. Um, is the post was there's always a better option. Yeah. No matter what you choose, there's always a better option. But at the same time, it needs to stay in reason, and that's a whole different topic. But it's like you know, take the pizza. Like when you think about it. So what may happen is you may look at that pizza and go, oh, "Fuck me, that's a lot." Yeah. And completely cut it out. And that's not the point we're trying to make. What we're trying to mean is just have a better understanding of that pizza and like understanding how calories work. So like if I gave you a pepperoni pizza or if you're someone who ate a pepperoni pizza every Saturday evening, I'm not going to say to cut it out. What I'm going to say is eat it because it's your habit. But let's start adding some things on top of it, like some extra chicken. And what that's going to do is start to create a new habit of adding more protein in. And in the long term, if you've added like 20 grams of chicken on top, that might stop you from having a snack a couple of hours later because you're a little bit fuller. I reckon either way I'm going to be eating your ice cream afterwards. (laughs) 20 grams of chicken on top or not? Well, the ice cream's always going to (laughs) happen. It's that extra snack after. But yeah. yeah, but anyway, going on a bit off topic. Uh, but yeah, that's essentially what we're trying to say. Like, as a second point to why people may not be losing body fat that they want to, it is not understanding and having that knowledge of calories. And even just for myself, guessing the calories that Brad put in that group around those five different uh, foods, it's clear that I don't know the calories to the nearest hundred. I was way off on the pizza. I said 1,200 and it was 1,800. Yeah, you got the Big Mac one, perfect. Of course I did. I was thinking I was about 15 calories out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Big Mac and fries, I'm down for that any day. I think it's because we spent about five weeks trying to plan what would be a 10,000 calorie. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> probably we'll go with that. So uh, if you give me a calorie guessing game of the big of the McDonald's menu, I'd probably be pretty accurate. Um, but no, it just goes to show... It does take time to get an understanding of calories. It's not an overnight job. Um, but at the same time, it doesn't mean you need to become an expert where you can guess to the nearest 10 every single food option. Uh, just going, right, I know peanut butter is around this, or a sandwich is around this, or 
your favourite meal that you have on a Friday night is around this amount yeah. of calories. Get your ground layers of understanding calories, essentially. Yeah. All right, last one. Third and final one is probably one of the biggest important ones. Yeah. Understanding food labels. <sighs> Massively. Bam, um, bam, bam. I could talk about this in about five, six, probably ten different ways and how important it is. Um, because it is massively important and it goes beyond just going right, there's X amount of calories in this food. Um, it comes down to even like the marketing on the food, I think. So like, let's take for example, a lot of classic foods, which are labeled as quote unquote healthy. Yep. Uh, they're marketed as maybe low fat, maybe- These halo foods. Yeah. These like magical foods which like, fall down from the clouds. Are called <laughs> Yeah, they're definitely falling down from the clouds with <laughs> a fucking halo above the <laughs> up above the wrapper. You laugh, but like, I bet you some people believe like the way people treat those foods, like you'd think so. You've got a very good point. Um especially foods that are labelled as superfoods. Like what well, it still begs me to try and understand what a superfood is. There, there isn't anything super about any foods. Can have some superpowers. <laughs> yeah, like, am I going to turn to bloody Daredevil? I've clearly been watching Daredevil this week. Am I going to turn to Daredevil eating this food? No. Is Daredevil good? He's the blind one who's got extra senses. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And so, yeah, even though he's blind. Marvel. He's... Mm. Decent series, go and check it out. Don't watch The Defenders, though. Oh, fucking awful. Couldn't think of any worse. It was bad. Um, but none of these foods are going to give you superpowers. So why are they a superfood? And they're not because it's super healthy. Like, just because you're going to eat them doesn't mean you're going to become super healthy. Do you know what? It's like when people get ill and... Instant reaction. <laughs> yeah, and their instant reaction is to go eat all the fucking oranges that they can yeah. get their hands on. Like, it's not going to make a difference. No. Like... You're okay, ill, it's fine. Well, Accept it. Well done for eating more orange oranges like vitamin c will help to prevent illness but ramming fucking oranges up your ass and vitamin c tablets up your nose is not gonna make a difference i it's think not. you should stop doing other things on both of those fronts yep <laughs> that might make a bit of a difference to your health <laughs> but, but yeah like it's not gonna make a difference like and eating organic super blueberries is not gonna fucking do a thing. And now you can understand why there's probably 10 different things we could talk about food labels, yeah. because that's just one aspect of it. That's just yeah. like, the marketing side of the way foods are labeled is there to attract you to then, essentially prey on your weaknesses the and senses. like even on top of those health labels, regardless of people eating them because they think they're gonna make them healthy, like what people also do is because they've got the name healthy behind them they think that they can eat them like it's second nature yeah like it's you can eat them for fun like, yeah like you just ram them down your fucking throat it's like that's not how it works just because it's got the word healthy on doesn't mean you can eat them until the cows come home and i tell you what cows ain't coming home <laughs> well played mate <laughs> the well cows played. not coming home um but yeah, there's that side, but then there's also the other side of I've eaten something that's healthy on the label, so now I can have treat myself a little bit to something else. It's like no, and and like we were recently looking at something 
um, before this from uh, Physiconomics, and he was just comparing a nature value bar to a Mars bar, and he said one spectrum of the nature bar is super, super healthy, whereas the, it was a Snickers or Mars bar, same thing. They're not the same, but it was a Snickers bar. Okay. <laughs> they asked, it's still a foundation of a Mars bar, just a bit more. Mars got peanuts, which I cannot eat, yeah, so they're so definitely not the same. Okay, Snickers and a Nature Valley bar, right? Both got nuts in, right? What is you? And, but one's super, super healthy, one's seen as bad, yet the difference in calories was 60 calories. Yeah. Like, and the protein was six grams different, and they both had the exact same grams of fat. But yet, this nature bar is accepted. Like, if you're seen eating them, you're like, oh, he's healthy. But if you're seen eating the Mars bar, fat cunt. <laughs> <laughs> basically, uh, yeah. Basically, yeah. Uh, tell me I'm wrong. You're, I can't tell you you're wrong. And it's like, the 60 calories, yes. Don't get us wrong, that will add up across a day if you're doing that multiple times a day. Yeah. But that's probably the least of your worries if you're having five Snickers bars in a day. <laughs> yeah, the six calories. <laughs> Don't worry about it, son. Um, but 60 calories is a tiny amount. Um, when you put it in that perspective. Yeah, when you put it in like your total like daily intake of what you should be eating towards your goals, 60 calories is a tiny amount. Um, but often people go, right, I've had the Nature Valley bar, I'll go treat myself to a Snickers bar now. When you're probably just better off having a Snickers bar by itself. For many reasons, and one of the most important reasons, it's going to be more enjoyable. Yeah. Um, so that's just kind of one aspect of food labels to talk about. Um, I think the other one is purely, which ties it into the second topic of what we're talking about, is just to understand how many calories are in a food product. Um, for me, I don't feel like not enough. I don't feel like many people pick up food when they go shopping in the supermarket and look at the food label. And I'm not for a second going, everything you put in your basket, you need to go, right, let's examine this food label no, and don't decide where to have it. The, don't need to go to the extremes. Yeah, because you'd be in the supermarket for like two hours when it could have taken you 20 minutes. Yeah. But it's very handy to get an idea, and this is where it comes into the second part, mm. to help improve your knowledge of calories. If you're in a supermarket, read a few labels of, of, the, of the foods you regularly buy. Yeah, the commonly eaten foods that you have. Like, if you commonly eat yogurt, pick up your yogurt, look at the food label, and then maybe go, right, I like this yogurt, but I, can, I also like this other yogurt, and there's 100 calories less in that tub. Yeah. Maybe I'll go for that one. Or, if you do pick up that yogurt, just go, okay, I'm gonna pick that up, put it in my basket, but I know it's got this many calories in it. Yeah. Like, don't let the calorie content either dictate your choices. Yeah, like, exactly. You make those choices. Like, if you know you're gonna have a yogurt that's like, let's take a corner yogurt with the little donut, chocolate donut things, the banana ones. I don't really like Oh, them. yeah. But like, if you know there's like, however many calories in them, I don't know, so don't eat them. But, <laughs> like, just go, okay, I'm gonna eat this, I'm gonna enjoy it. I want to think about the choices I make later on today. Don't go, I'm going to have that fucking yoghurt, that packet of crisps, and that bar of chocolate. Like, yeah. That's the difference. Yeah. And that's what we mean by understanding the calories and paying attention to some food labels. And even the things that we seem as healthy, like avocado. Like Now some of them come in packs or two, so you have the calorie content of them on there. You know, 
your Nature Valley bars. Have a turn them around. Have a look how many calories are in those bars. And just think to yourself, wait, for 300 calories, is that going to fill me up? Yeah, and I think even just understanding how to read a calorie label, because let's take that Nature Valley bar. Um, I don't know that specific one. No. But no. there's plenty of foods out there that could say on the front of the box as well, uh, per serving 125 calories. Yeah. And then you actually read it and you go, oh, for once, for what I eat out of that, because it's, I don't know, let's say there's two in a packet, and that's what you have for your lunch, two in a packet is two servings. Yeah. So it's not 125 calories anymore, it's 250. Oh, you mean like the double bar things? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you take, so I know it's for, exact, if you take a 500ml bottle of Coke, yeah. you read the front of it, it says per serving, X amount of calories, I don't know off the top of my head. But that's paired 250 mils. Yeah. The bottle's 500 mils. Now, most people will finish a bottle in a day. Yeah, and hence why they have them in 500 mils, because they know you're not just gonna... Yeah. And that's where you understand how to actually read a food label. Um, and we're not saying go and pick up a 500 ml bottle and don't drink it all. Just <laughs> yeah. look at it and understand and take note of the calories that are in there. Um, but yeah, even on the, I know now they have like the little white bottle diagram with two servings written on the side of it. Yeah, well, so, that's just another useful way. And it, again, just ties into the first part where we talked about misreporting calories. You might read at a glance a food label and go, 120 calories in that, bam, add that to my fitness fat. Yeah. But in reality, you've had two servings of it. So it's actually 240 calories, not 120. Yeah. So you, you probably guess why the biggest, these three. The biggest one to look at if you do eat these is nuts. If you Oof. if you eat nuts, like have a look at what one serving size is and try and figure out what you eat in comparison. Like I yeah. guarantee you that one handful you pick up at a time is probably two or three servings. Yeah. Yet you've had about four or five of them in one day. And again, ties into the second part. You've probably done it without even knowing. Yeah. Um, what did I say before we started recording this? Uh, chocolate shreddies. Yeah. I yeah. think I had the whole box in about probably four servings. Maybe five at a stretch. Yeah, so good though. But if you look at the box, it says 12 servings in a box <laughs> or 14. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that is not stretching to 12 or 14 servings with me. Um, but that's a classic example again. But you, but you know that though. I know that. Um, You're aware of it. I'm aware of it. I'm also not tracking calories. It's not one of my goals at the minute. Um, but for someone who is looking to try to lose weight and they're not yeah. aware of that, that can be quite dangerous. Exactly. In the sense that you might end up misreporting your calories when you're tracking it uh, because you think one serving is only X amount of calories when in reality you probably have two or three servings of that cereal. Yes. So easily done. Yeah. I think that sums it up nicely, mate. I think it does. Uh, so yeah, there's our top three. Just to round it up, you've got misreporting calories, you've got not understanding calories and food labels. So they all tie into each other. Have a think about those three and make some progress. There you go. Right, that's that done. Let's move on to what bangs <laughs> my dumbbells or your, our dumbbells. Uh, more your dumbbells. Yeah. But and, it and does bang my to a certain extent. And so what's what's happened to you this week? So someone I follow <coughs> on Instagram. Not anymore. Not anymore. 
I haven't blocked them, just unfollowed them, so I'm like, I'm not bothered, I don't want to see your shit anymore. But they put a video up, I'm not even going to go into detail, because it's irrelevant, right? But, just give me some context of the story, and I just comment, little jokey, just like commenting on the form of the video. Yeah. And then, I took no notice of it, and then like, hour later, or whatever, I've got these shitload of notifications of these... The guy whose video I commented on and his friend, like literally Double teaming you. Double teaming me. Like Like you're in Paris. Like I'm in Paris, <laughs> being taken to the Eiffel Tower and like literally just attacked me personally. And I just like I was like, whoa. Obviously I fought back because like, I'm not having none of this. And I gave back some relevant points. That made that were relevant to the video, but they just literally personally attacked me. Like, my whole Instagram, and I was like, do you know what? Like, just because I was given, like, oh, and all it would have taken is gone, oh, okay, like, you're in that industry, maybe you might know a thing, um, I'm is, and that's all it would have been, is like, oh, you know, you can just do this better, but it wasn't. Like, they took it as a personal attack, and, and it's like, and I feel like this happens all the time. Oh yeah. On social media, like it's, and I feel like it only happens in the fucking fitness industry. You might comment on someone's form and they're like, "Ah, fuck you! Your mum's this, your mum's that." I was like, "Hang on a minute! I was just talking about maybe you could go a little bit deeper in your squat." Like, don't get my mum involved. <laughs> she doesn't know what a squat is. <laughs> she can't touch her toes. Let's not talk about my mum. Just about to touch her knees. <laughs> The only thing that touched on these ideas. <laughs> you laugh. I think this is the main reason why I still steer way clear, especially on social media, of trying to help people out in that situation or putting like comments of advice. Because but the thing is, it's so it's like a catch twenty two because it is. our jobs is to like try and offer some advice, it and is. like we go around offering our honest opinion, and like anecdotal, so what we picked up in, you know, from that works for us and what we've researched, blah 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 blah, and like people just think because we're trainers that we think we we know we like better than everyone so we're just trying to make them feel shit it's like no i'm literally and maybe it's their i don't know, i don't know why the reason is it is their own insecurities or what i'm gonna say yes but it's like i'm just trying to help you yeah and then i get what you mean it's like then you end up a point where you're just like i'm not gonna fucking bother anymore yeah and then you're like then you've got people who you know, we look up to that we try and get advice from. They're like, you know, you just try and help as many people as you can. I'm fucking trying, but yet they're fucking slagging <laughs> off my mum. <laughs> telling, telling me that her knees hang by, that her tits hang by her knees. Did actually? No. Oh, I'd love it if they did. Um, and you also you've got your, call it apple or pear? Oh yeah, he goes, oh. He, goes, he said something stupid. I can't remember word by word. It was like, oh, I've just looked at your Instagram profile and you look like a pear. And I was, I was like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Oh, my back, actually, I prefer to call it an apple. Uh, but do you know what that is? Because you don't have loads of topless selfies? Yeah. With your six back up? Yeah. Which means um, you don't know anything. That is literally, and that is literally what they were pointing out. And I, yeah. 
and I was like, uh, but for those people, for exactly that kind of person, they're not looking for help. And that's why, unless someone asks me a question nowadays, especially on social media, I offer zero help out to people like that because I don't want to be put in situations. I thought it was funny. Because uh, oh, it is funny. I think it, it highlights like what you said, like their own insecurities. Like they're probably insecure about their exercise form. They're probably insecure about the way their body looks, and they're probably insecure about like just what they're doing in the gym because yeah. they don't feel like they've actually got the knowledge to back up what they're doing. No, and, and the only way they do it is they put a video like that and hope that their mates go. Well, hope good set, mate. Good, yeah, good, good set. set. I'm gonna lick your ass. I am. Wait. <laughs> It's literally what it is. Oh, hang on a minute. You got a bit of mess on my nose. Let me wipe it off. It's like fucking. Fuck. Uh, but there you go. There you go. That's what makes you done. Yeah. People thinking that advice is a personal attack. No, it really isn't. If anyone knows either of us, we're the two people who go right. How can we help whoever we can help as much as possible without coming across the wrong way yeah like we'll message we message each other all the time like how do we approach this yeah and it's like the last thing we ever want to do is personally attack anyone on anything that they believe in anything that they do um because the way they approach their training we, nutrition anything yeah. like that because we care uh we'll just genuinely want to try and help people yeah where sometimes it may not be taken that way no <laughs> not mate. anyway Let's move on to round the questions of the week. So I'm gonna let you go first. Oh fuck. Do you remember your question? <laughs> yes, I do. Or do you want me to go first? No, no, I've got it, I've got it. Okay. Uh, we've asked each other this question before, but since what we've been talking about, yeah, um, I thought I'd bring it into a random question. So, what is your ultimate pizza-based toppings? Pizza-based topping? What, like pizza, pizza. pizza toppings? Oh. I don't know why I said pizza base. I know. Okay, what is your ultimate pizza topping? Because <laughs> you've eaten a fair amount of pizzas, mate. Big Macs. I haven't had a Big Mac in a while, to be fair. Um, um, even though I do have a Big Mac and fries voucher in my backpack. The last still big, sitting in there. <laughs> the last Big Mac I probably ate was when they brought out the new ones. Yeah, I think so. And that's disappointing. Yeah. It wasn't anyway. good. Big tasty anyway. stuff. Big Mac on a pizza? No. Fries on a pizza? Yes! No. It's good! No. I had it when I was in Milan, it's so good. You're weird. It's not, it tastes amazing. Um, can I eat a pizza? I'm very hungry after this podcast. We've been talking about a lot of food. Favourite toppings on a pizza? Oh, that is actually a really hard question. Um, I think sometimes there isn't anything better than a classic pepperoni. If I'm in the mood for it. Like, classic... Maybe one or two variations of pepperoni. Um, maybe a tiny bit of chili flakes on there or some guindilla chilies. Guindilla chilies! Spice it up a little bit. Spicy! Uh, you can't beat that, like the classic pepperoni. Having said that, a classic margarita with something like ham on top. No pineapple, don't be doing that. Ham on top. Maybe some red onions. I think that's why we're friends, because there's actually one thing that we both agree on. <laughs> there's one thing and the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that matters in life. <laughs> Pineapple and pizza, no, no. Um, yeah, some ham, some red onions. Um, yeah, just keep it nice and simple. I think, I, see, I used to think the more toppings, the better. 
but it's not. But I don't think it is. It's too much I going like on. It's too, yeah, it's too much going on, and you end up losing what the pizza tastes like. You're and just, it's just like, oh, I'm just eating seven different toppings on this pizza. And they will taste the same. Yeah, like, what is it, a meat feast at Domino's where you've got like four or five different meats. This thing is, I like a meat feast, but it has to be limited to like three or four toppings. Like, yeah. for me, a good pizza is... Barbecue bases are really good. Yeah, like a barbecue, I do base, like a barbecue base with like some chicken, Yeah. some sweet corn, red onion, and maybe a bit of pepperoni. That, that is a great combo. Mm. Oh yeah, definitely. Great combo. Or like a pepperoni with some extra just like meatballs or... Yeah, meat, just like, like one or two meats, keep it nice and simple, and then maybe like something on top to spice it up a bit. Yeah, like some herbs and stuff. That's, that's yeah, like some red some, onion. Or some good cheese, like not just mm. a typical... Yeah, maybe like some fresh parmesan on top. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Do you know what I fancy now? Pizza. <laughs> pizza. 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 Uh, pizza. Cool. So you've had your answer. My random question, I still don't even know what my answer is for this. Okay. If you could do any job in the world tomorrow and you'd be qualified for it, what would you do? You can still do personal training on the side, but you can literally do this job for like a month if you wanted to, or six months. Ooh. However long you want to do it, and you'd be qualified for it tomorrow. So don't worry about if it takes you 10 years to qualify and do it. What would you do? Look after dogs. Really? Yeah. Yeah. What more? What more? Like, <laughs> what else would I want in life? Nothing. So you wouldn't be a vet, you'd be like oh. a dog walker. Or, or a sniper. <laughs> Big stream. Two different ends of the spectrum, yeah. There. A dog walker mm. and No, a, not a dog walker. I'm not fucking walking people's dogs. <laughs> and picking up their shit. No, I'm just like literally a house full of dogs and you just want me to have to look after them and I can just play with them all day. Dog sitting. Yeah, dog sitting. It would be a very, or very a happy job. Like, it'd be wicked. Popping people's heads off. Yeah, call me Shooter. Call you Shooter. You've seen one too many uh, Mark Wahlberg films. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like loads. It's a really hard question to answer. I'm still struggling. To it's think. like that whole question, what if money was no object? What would you do? Um... We'll save that question for another week. Mm. Um, wouldn't that be an astronaut? No, I feel like I'll just blow up. In, in the... <laughs> You've got more chance of blowing up from being a sniper than an astronaut, I reckon. Mm. No, I don't know. There's loads of things. Yeah. Like, there is loads, like, off the bucket list. Like, astronaut would be one, but it's not. Like, I mean, I remember saying as a kid, I was like, man, I want to be an astronaut. I really want to. She was like, all right. All right. <laughs> Good luck, son. I was like, I will, I will. But no, that'd be pretty cool, though. Like, how yeah. do you, like, I've always wondered, how do you become an astronaut? Many, many years. And this is why I said you're qualified for it tomorrow. Because I'm sure it takes, like, at least 10, yeah. 15, 20 years of education, is, training, but it sounds, practice. Like, it sounds good. Right. Yeah. To be a, to be an astronaut, but you don't realize you spend like two years away from anyone. Oh. They, yeah. they go up into orbit and will stay about like they go into space for like two years. Yes. And don't the only person they speak to is whoever they're in the cabin with. Yeah, and then whoever they speak to back at the space station. Yeah. On Earth. 
No, no yeah. Netflix up there. But then again, they probably do. They probably have Netflix yeah. up there, Matt. It's like, keep that, entertained somehow. it's like that program. Um, the question is though, what region of Netflix do they have? Do they have the UK version, the US? The world. The world. <laughs> wherever they're floating past. <laughs> wherever they're above. Cuts out halfway through. Ah <laughs> oh, shit, I've lost uh, uh, the office US. Now I've got to move to the office UK. <laughs> Change of Netflix region. <laughs> you can see how stupid my imagination is at times. <laughs> yeah. And people say I'm the stupid one. <laughs> uh, but at the same time, I'd be like, I'd like to be like a secret service agent. I think that'd be super cool. Um, but I reckon there's a lot of boring hours in it. But at the same time, it's like, oh. I think there's more hours that are boring than they are what people think it is. Like, oh, hundred like, percent. Is it like you know? And I think we base that judgment just of how many Mr. Johnny English films we watch, basically. <laughs> like, you think about it, like, what is it like? I've seen them all. Like, I think, I think being a spy from, like, the World War yeah. would be cool. Freaking dangerous. Of course. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very dangerous, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, or a parachuter. Yeah. That'd be cool. Because they're pretty much spies, aren't they? They parachute in. Behind enemy lines, mm. basically spies. Um, yeah. Spies that eat all the fries. <sighs> Don't let's wrap this podcast up, shall we? Yeah, you've, you've already said you haven't actually said one of yours yet. That's because I don't know. Um, maybe like some sort of secret agent. I think that'd be quite cool. Do you know what else I'd really uh, like to do? Is work fireman. With... Yeah, I applied for that once. Well, get your application out again, mate. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I reckon that'd be quite a good job to do. Um, I couldn't do it forever, but I mean, if I could be qualified and start doing it tomorrow for a few weeks. Sounds like a good idea. Three or four weeks. Yeah. Um, I think I'd like to work with like, uh, in Safari, but have a close relationship with like lions. Oh yeah. I'd you love know, to like, be a monkey keeper. Yeah. I love that. Like, you know, like the, uh, it's not like the zoo, it's more the sanctuaries. It's yeah. like where they're taking like abandoned monkeys and stuff like that, where they actually have to look after them otherwise they'll die in the wild. Like I reckon that'd be super cool. Yeah. There we go. I'll be a monkey keeper in the sanctuary. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. So if you find me in the Amazon rainforest for the next six months, you know why? Yeah, I mean that'd be pretty cool. Anyway, should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap things up. Let's wrap it up. Cool. Right. So you've been listening to Eat the Blue Show. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. If you have, it'd be awesome if you could share it, leave us a review. Or you know what? Just give us a little bit of feedback. We're more than happy to hear it. If you didn't enjoy it, what could I do? Do one! <laughs> exactly that. Uh, this has been episode 75. And until next week, we will catch you then. See you later. Bye-bye. Bye.